Welcome to Beyond the Body, a podcast for women who aren't afraid to dive deep into who they are, embrace discomfort, and level up their mind, body, and life. I'm your host, Christina Slater. If you've ever struggled with body image, self-worth, or knowing how to take your fitness to the next level, you have come to the right place. We go deeper than just the latest fad diet or trending workout to provide you with the mindset tools to transform your body, upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Hey guys, what is going on? Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I am your host, Christina Slater. And today is a very special episode with a very special guest. He is the most special person in my life. I know you guys have heard me talk about him before. I am here with my boyfriend, Brendan. Hey, guys. And today's episode is going to be about relationships. We are going to talk a little bit about our relationship, how we met, kind of tell you guys our story, and then our perspective on relationships in general and just kind of like what we feel are some really important values to hold in relationships and have a little discussion around that. So we are just going to start off by telling you guys how we met. And I feel like we have different perspectives on exactly how our first couple of weeks of dating went down. But we met just when COVID was kind of starting out. So um, I had just been like laid off from my job. So I was actually working from home for like the last couple of weeks of it. And he had just gotten back from Arizona, right? Yep. I think I was on day day 11 of my 14-day mandatory quarantines was right when COVID hit. Yeah. So I was basically laid off working from home with no idea what was going on in the world. <laughs> and he was quarantined. And we met on an app. And we started chatting. Honestly, like, I don't know about you, but I don't remember really anything that we talked about. Like, we didn't meet and, like, meet virtually and have, like, a magnetic connection or have any amazing discussions before we actually met that I remember. Yeah, it was kind of random, too, because, like, we would, um, like, I'd send a message one day and I'd, like, hear back from you the next. It was, like, one one message a day kind of thing. Yeah, I'm hard to get. <laughs> yeah. I'm busy. And then... <laughs> I just remember one night I was just saying I was laying in bed getting ready to go to bed and I just shot you a quick message on the app and I said, give me your number and we'll go for a coffee. And you sent me your, your number right back. And then we started <laughs> chatting that night. And I think the next night we went out for, for a drive and a coffee. But like, I remember swiping on him. I'm going to be honest, I do, because I went through his pictures. Like, I'm sure some of my listeners in Fort Mac probably have this app at the time, probably saw him on there. And you guys, you ladies missed out because he's a catch. <laughs> but... <laughs> I remember swiping through his pictures because I went through them like eight times. So like the first one was you in your shirt with your, what was the symbol? Like fire? Oh, my t-shirt at work. Yeah. yeah. What's the logo? What is the logo the called? Fire hole, just a crest. Yeah, the fire crest. So to me, like I found that attractive and it's not because I'm oh so into firefighters. It's just like, I find that interesting and I find like paramedic medical work really, really interesting. So to me, that was just like an easy topic that we could talk about that we were like, that seemed like something we'd both be interested in. And then what was your next picture? Well, first off, the first picture was a douchebag move on my part because <laughs> putting, a, putting a picture up wearing like a, a firefighter t-shirt is like a D-bag move, but it worked. So we went with it. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think of it that way. I really didn't. I think the second one was just a picture like me and the kids in the Jeep cruising. No, that one wasn't second. I think the second one was the one in Arizona. Oh, at the racetrack. Because I remember seeing Cheryl in it. Hi, Cheryl. And being like, who's that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, I saw that when you had your tattoos, like all your chest all puffed up and like sunglasses on. I was flexing. And then um, the last one was you with the boys in the backseat. And I went, I got to that picture because I remember looking at the first, I'm like, oh, he's into like fire hall. Like I could talk to him about that. And I went to the next, I'm like, okay, he's got some tattoos and shit. That's cool. I don't have any, but I'm like, that's cool. It's attractive. And then, and I, you guys know from the podcast, like I'm not into physical features. So it was like super... Like, I was not good at dating online at all because I'm not a physical person. Like, I'm physical, but I'm not like, oh, my God, I need to date a guy who looks like this. Like, I don't I'm very much about personality, aren't I? Like, very much so. Thank God for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But so anyways, I got to the last picture and it's him with, with his kids. And I was like, I was like, man, like, I do not want to date someone who has kids. Like, I I don't want to. But I like looked at them. and I was like, they're really fucking cute kids like they're so cute like if i dated a guy with kids like it would probably have to be these kids <laughs> so i just swiped yeah and we're all worked out eh? yeah and then but we we started talking you asked me like if i played sports which i don't really at all <laughs> <laughs> but i am athletic like don't get me wrong i'm better i'm better at most at sports than most typical females yep and then, yeah, we we didn't have, like, any deep conversations. I don't know if that's a thing. I feel like it is, but, like, we didn't. No, right? No, I think, yeah, because, like, our first date, I think I picked you up in that two-door orange Jeep I had. Yeah, I picked you up in his orange Jeep, which I actually liked because I love the color orange, and not a lot of people like the color orange, but both of us, like, our favorite color is orange. Yeah, which is kind of random. Not that that matters, but <laughs> it's unusual. So I picked me up in the Jeep, and we're driving around, so we just went for coffee, Okay, random thing though. I love coffee. I've never met a person who loves coffee more than me until I met him. <laughs> like when we first started hanging out, he would make like eight coffees a day, and every time he'd be like, "You want a coffee?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, sure." I don't. I bet like I won't get another one after this. And then he would be like, "Want coffee?" Like an hour later, I'd be like, "Okay, sure." Like I better like capitalize on this because previously, whenever I've met anyone, guys or girls, like they have like one or two coffees and that's it. And I want like eight, and he like loves coffee more than me. Fifteen years of shift work, <laughs> like coffee soulmate. Anyways, um, we went for coffee, of course. Like, we still do that all the time. And we're driving around. I, we didn't have any astronomically great conversations or anything. No, I think it might like it might have only been like an hour. It wasn't a long day. I didn't drop you off. You like pulled over and showed me your tattoo and told me the story about your tattoo. Yep. That was cool. I remember that. And we started talking about food because I do love food and you love cooking. But every guy tries to impress you. Like, I don't know. I don't find like I'm easily impressed. So he was like, oh, yeah, like, I like to cook and I like this food and that food. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, every guy likes to cook. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, oh. I invited you for a barbecue after that. You did. And it's funny because I've talked about this on the podcast, I think. If not, maybe it was in my client group. I have, like, a thing for wrists. Like, I find wrists really attractive on a man. So he was driving, like, stick shift. And I kept looking at his hand because he also has, like, cool tattoos. And I was, like, looking at them. And I'm into wrists. So, like, watching him, like, shift gears all the time. I don't know. I found it, like, attractive. So, I was just, like, watching it. And apparently, he noticed that. He didn't see anything. But you noticed it, right? So, I thought you were watching me change gears. Which I was. So, I thought you were, like, interested in learning how to drive a standard. So, anyway, <laughs> fast forward to date three. And I was like, hey, you want to learn how to drive the Jeep? And we spent, I'd be the next seven days. I'd pick you up because I was on day shift. Yeah. We spent the next seven days, my whole shift. I would get off work, go home, shower, pick her up, and we would drive around town. Because I thought she was interested in learning how to drive stick. I was. I was, actually, though. That's the thing. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that story in a second because I want to tell the next part first. So he brought me back home and invited me over for a barbecue. 
And he had just gotten out of quarantine. So he was like, you probably weren't supposed to pick me up, were you? <laughs> I wasn't. Anyways. <laughs> so he invited me for a barbecue and we hung out, what was it, Wednesday, I think, or Tuesday? Well, yeah, Wednesday would be my first day back to work. So I think it was Wednesday was the first time we went for a drive. Yeah. And he was like, you want to come over for a barbecue? And I said, for sure. And he's like, okay, you want to come over Friday or Saturday? And I was like, yeah, like, sure, I'll let you know. One of those days is fine, right? And he's like, okay, yeah. And then I went to my house and he went home. And then what were you thinking? Well, I just messaged you the next day when I was at work. And I was like, why don't you come over Friday? And I was like, okay, yeah, Friday or Saturday. And he was like, how about Friday? Friday would be really good. And I'm like, yeah, like, either's fine. He's like, okay, Friday. Like, can you do Friday? <laughs> I'm like, this guy really wants to fucking see me again. Well, I was just trying to catch up for you change your mind. That's all. <laughs> you are, though. Where are you? It's a true story. Yeah. yeah. So I went over for a barbecue and he is actually a really good cook. I've talked with that a lot. He cooks all the food. I don't cook that much, but I have been cooking a lot more lately, haven't I? Yeah, you have been. Yeah. And it's not like I can't cook. I just I'm not that good at it and I don't prefer it. And he's really good and likes it. So why would I do it? So I went over for a barbecue. He cooked me steak. I still remember it. It was really good. He still makes it for me all the time. Those steak. Pineapple. Grilled pineapple, which is fantastic. It was like fried potatoes, like air fried yep. potatoes and a salad with like strawberries and yeah, feta and cranberries, I think. I think that was it, right? Yep. Yeah. So we had that and it was really good. And one thing I love about him and always have since the beginning was he eats really healthy. Like even though he wasn't as dialed in before he met me with like macros and like actual eating properly, properly, you always cooked really healthy food, which I liked because even like if a guy can cook, sometimes they cook like gross like not gross but like buttery food and like food that's not that good and it like tastes good but it's not something that I would eat a lot because I'm not picky but I am particular about the food that I consume so you're great that always like acknowledging what I want to eat anyways so that that was the day that you first kissed me yep on the couch yeah you want to talk about that uh we were done eating yeah I remember that yeah we're done eating we were just cleaning up we just kind of I think it was right towards the end of the night. It was. We're kind of just sitting on the couch, just chilling and yeah, saw that little sparkle in your eye. So I figured I better move in and see what happens. There wasn't a sparkle <laughs> yet. There wasn't. There wasn't. You were cold. The, yeah, I was. So there wasn't yet a sparkle. It's funny because I talk about how in love with you I am all the time, but like I wasn't that into you for like a solid 10 days at least. And then like I wasn't even that much more into you until two weeks. Yeah, I know. It was like, we were like, you're trying to friend zone me for a bit. <laughs> That's kind of how it started was nothing serious at all. And it just, and you just I think we just had a- fell for me. We just had a ton of fun. I just loved watching. And you just fell for me. And then all the gears in my Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so- Stalling out and stuff. So after the barbecue, we kissed that night and then I went home. And then we hung out every day, right? Every day that. for- it was seven days, I think. It was every day since that barbecue that we hung out every night. Just couldn't get rid of it. And so one special thing I think about our relationship is we didn't watch a single second of TV for like the first year that we were hanging out and dating. Like not even a second of TV. Yeah, we were talking about it last week. Yeah. Was it and like American Pie or something finally broke? That was the first movie that we watched. And it's funny because I remember I put it up on my Instagram story and I had like a vote. And I was like, I haven't watched TV in like 14 months. Should I watch American Pie? And we ended up doing it. But I so I don't like TV that much to begin with. And I feel like you are okay with it, but you're not like a big TV guy. Mostly sports, though, for me, right? Yeah, but it's mostly just hockey. You don't even say That's sports. True. It's just hockey and it's just Montreal. This is true. <laughs> so yeah, we, I, I think like in my opinion, you, I'd love to hear your perspective too. But like 
if you're in a new relationship, like I would really challenge you to like see if you can see how long you can go without watching TV because I feel like that's so typical nowadays. It's just you you meet someone on fucking Tinder and you go over and you Netflix and chill and like what the fuck is that? And maybe if that's all you literally want, but if you're actually looking for a relationship, which we weren't, but we're just not TV people, but um, I challenge you to like not watch TV because it's so easy to just fall victim to watching movies and just like zoning out and not actually getting to know each other. And we talked a lot and we actually did things like he taught me how to drive standard and um, like we cooked together while you cooked and I watched and we went for a lot of drives. Yeah, a lot of walks too. And a lot of walks. Coming in the like summertime. So we're- yeah, we did a ton of walking. What else did we do? We did some workouts together, which we're going to talk about too. And we just did a lot that year. We played like squash and we played tennis. And we played like sports and stuff. We literally didn't watch movies for, I think it was like about the first year that we were dating. Yeah. And honestly, as much as I hate to admit it, I think like, and most people probably don't want to hear this, but like COVID was like a, a big thing for us because everything was closed. It was. Everything was, was closed. We couldn't even go to restaurants. We wanted to go play pool and we yeah. could play pool anywhere, right? Like yeah. there was literally nothing to do other than just grab coffee and go for a walk. So we pretty much did that for like the first two months we, we knew each other. Yeah. We couldn't like go bowling or anything. Yeah. Um, we could play sports. Like those were open and the gyms did open like not too long after we met. Yeah. But the gyms were closed when we first met. They just closed, I think. And oh, what was I just going to say? Oh, we didn't play like cards and shit. And I beat you like almost every time. We played like crib, which I beat you at. We played what's that one you taught me? Gin. Gin. Yeah, I like that one. That's fun. We actually played a lot of games, didn't we? I let the kids beat me too, though. I beat you fair and square. Oh, we played Jeopardy sometimes too. I crushed. (laughs) Say it. Yeah, he did, but he's old. How am I supposed to? How am I supposed to know shit? That was like twenty years before I was alive. You were living during those times. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. So yeah, so after about a week, you came over to my house for a workout. Yeah, that's right. Because you knew I was a trainer. Yeah. And here's the thing. So you guys who listen to the podcast, you guys know me from social media, but this was like three years ago. So I wasn't as big on social media as I am now. Like I didn't work on social media. Like I had an actual job, which I hate saying that social media isn't a real job because it is, but I had a job that I didn't work for myself. And I didn't tell people about my social media when I met them. Like, it wasn't something that I talked about because I just, I don't know. It's kind of like, I don't want people to know I have a large following or anything like that because I just feel like it skews their judgment of me. So I didn't think he knew. I didn't think he'd found my Instagram yet. Like, I didn't think you had. (laughs) But he was a creep and he searched me up. First thing you do when you meet a girl (laughs) is check out the social media stuff. That's, That's number one. So anyway, he had apparently like, creeped all my story highlights and all my live stream like snippets that I'd done for my clients which like I don't care and I, I didn't care then either and you sent me that text so tell talk about that text for a minute because that was actually a big deal to me what was the text I was sitting at work and I remember I was watching your um was it like client videos or something it was like snippets from live streams that I'd done for my clients yeah, it was you like physically doing the workouts and talking about it, right? Yes. Like I was like busting my ass, like drenched in sweat, doing the workouts and like talking about how to engage your muscles. Like barely breathing when yeah. you're talking. Yeah. I just remember, I remember seeing it and I was like, man, she's like so dedicated to this and she put so much work into it. And like, you could see that you had a passion for it, but we didn't know each other very long then. No, that was the first like week, like and, literally the first week. And I'm the worst for like writing a text and deleting it. because He I'm does like, it every time. I'll like be ready to send and I'm like, oh, it sounds stupid, delete. So I wrote this message to her and I was like, man, like I just watched some of your videos and like, and like I can see how passionate you are and like 
how much you love doing this. And then I was like, I, we've only known each other for like six days. I'm like, she's going to be like, what a loser. Yeah, <laughs> so you I, really wanted me. I, <laughs> I deleted it. And then I texted or wrote it in again and deleted it. And I wrote it in again. And I remember I'm like, I'm going to hit send and this is going to make or break it. She's either going to like block me or she's going to be like, oh, that's so nice. I'm like, well, let's give her a shot and see what happens here. And here's the thing. I am not romantic at all. Like, would you say I'm romantic? In, in your way, you will. <laughs> I mean that the nicest way. In my way. So like not conventionally romantic. You don't buy me flowers. Let's say that. No, but like I don't like, I don't expect you to buy me flowers okay. either, sir, you know? So uh, I don't like physical compliments that much, especially, especially at the beginning of a relationship or from someone who doesn't actually know me. Like, because I just find it, I personally find it shallow and vain. Like, I get it. You can see someone think they're hot or think they're attractive. But like, to me, someone be like, oh, I'm obsessed with you. You're so pretty. I'm like, you don't even know me. Fuck off. So if he had sent me a text, I was like, you're the hottest girl I've ever seen. Like, I love getting to know you because you're so beautiful. I would have been like, Ugh. like, I wouldn't have hung out with him again. I probably wouldn't have. But, like, that's, like, my soft spot. Like, when someone acknowledges the passion I have for what I do, it, like, makes me so happy. So that was, like, the one text you could have sent me that was, like, the best ever. Honestly, it made me feel so good. Yep. Single guys, roll the dice. <laughs> Shoot your shot when you got it, right? Yeah, that was, like, the, the first bit of us meeting. And then you came over for a workout. So I obviously lived in my house at this time. So I had, like, my gym set up at my house so it's like a smaller gym than we have now but um you came over um you tell that story because it'll be better if you tell it we were going to train chest and biceps yeah so you invited me over for a workout like I, I gotta kick his ass i've like i started working out probably five years ago before we met but i've never had a trainer never had anyone a couple guys at work actually like showed me like a rough idea of how to work out and they were awesome i learned so much from them but like I'm the kind of guy who likes to put things together without the instructions and see what happens later, which is horrible, I know. But when it comes to working out, like I would just go to the gym and like lift as heavy as I could and try and add five more pounds on that the next time. And I had no clue about form at all. So she messaged me and she's like, hey, do you want to work for a workout? And at this time, I was two weeks in Arizona <laughs> with no workouts. And then I was quarantined for two weeks. And then we probably knew and each other five or six days with the gym. So I've been, I'm just making an excuse now, but it was like, it was like, you know, five or six weeks without getting a workout in. So I was like, yeah, I'd love to come over. So in my head, like, I'm not, I'm obviously not a huge guy. I love working out, but I mean, you know, I'm not the biggest guy. So I'm like, you know what, for me, for chest, like if I can get like the 60 pounds up, that's, that's a pretty decent, you know, if I can get 10 of those and that's pretty decent for me. Right. So she invited me over for a chest workout and I'm like, all right, we got to get those sixties up. We got, like, I got to impress. <laughs> I got to impress. This is my chance. She's a personal trainer. I got to show her what's up. Right. I remember I walked in and your, your idea, gym was upstairs in your yeah. spare bedroom. And the weights went up to 40s and I was like, I, I got this. I'm like, I got this. This is no problem at all. And I think it was incline bench we started at. And you're like, here, grab the 15s. And I'm like, is this girl for real? The 15s? I'm like, oh, this is going to be easy money. And in my head, I'm like, I'm going to act like I'm struggling just like whatever. But and I remember I did like four reps and you're like, dude, what are you doing? Like lower your shoulders away from your ears, flex this, move that, pinch this. I'm like, what is she talking about? I got like six reps in and I was shaking like a mother. I was hurting. And like that's that's like really important though because you didn't have quote unquote bad form. It's just so many people don't actually know how to use their muscles effectively for certain exercises. And like that's the thing when when I say like, oh, lifting heavy is stupid. It's not that you're not supposed to challenge yourself or you're not supposed to lift heavy weight. It's that 
it doesn't matter how much weight you're lifting. What really honestly matters is doing it properly and actually like fatiguing the muscle properly and challenging the muscle properly. And yeah, you can pick up 60s and like throw them up. But like if you're not actually using that muscle, you don't feel shit and that muscle doesn't respond. Yeah, but that, that honestly is a true story because I remember I'd be at the gym and I would grab like the 40s, for example, and I would shoot them up as quick as I could and I would let them free fall down and like catch them and bounce them up again. And I do 10 of those and I'm like, oh man, it feels great. But that day at your place, we were doing like 15 and 20 pounds. Like I could, if I was doing 10 reps, that would take me like six and a half seconds to do 10 reps. Mm. And then at your place, I'm like, like, let's get going here. Let's pick it up. Like this is so slow. But you're teaching me how to like work on the way up and on the way down, get like the negative. And not like fall into the rep. Some people like lose that tension and they like bounce up and they use momentum. And I, I was so humbled and embarrassed at the end of that. I was like, oh, this chick is going to be like, what a loser. Like, no, I wasn't though. I know. I know, but it was incredible. Like I, yeah. And he's not, I didn't pay him to say this on the podcast. Like that's a literal true story. I mean, (laughs) it is, it is. That's a fucking rad. You Um, paid me to say that. (laughs) So, Insert ad here. No, just kidding. <laughs> Cut and conquer fitness. Now taking clients. And then working on your lats too was huge because I like when we met, you were talking about how you wanted to like grow your back and develop your back and you like training back. Um, and I've talked about on the podcast before how most people don't know how to train their lats properly. And like that's just one thing that you picked up immediately and changed like your whole way you train, I think. Yeah. So my my biggest problem in the gym was going, I was going way too heavy for what I could do. And I I kind of knew that. But at the same time, it's like, you never want to go like, it's so stupid. But like, so for like lats, for example, I think like, I think when we met, I was for the lat pull downs, I was doing like 120 pounds. And my next goal was like, I got to get to 130, but I wasn't doing them right at all. So when you showed me how to do them the right way, I could not do 120, not even close. So it obviously goes to show. Yeah. There, you can do it if you're leaning into it and just yanking them down, and but you're not, your not using your muscles, right? Yeah. The proper muscles. So when you started showing me how to properly do them and I could really feel it in my lats, I had to go all the way down to start at like 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. And even now, this was three years ago. Yeah. Even now at the gym, the most I do is 110. I'm still not back to that 120 where I thought I was. Yeah, but your back has changed a lot. Back is my favorite workout now because now I actually feel like, it's so stupid, right? Because I thought I knew what I was doing, but now like, and honestly, it's kind of embarrassing to even say this because it's so dumb. But now, like when I'm working out lats, I feel it in my lats. And I know that sounds like common sense, but for five years, I was like, oh, what a great back workout. My arms are killing me. <laughs> no, like, it's so, it's so stupid, it right? Yeah. So, yeah, I kicked his ass in a couple workouts. We went, I think for me, like what changed? So it's funny because after that first like week or so, you got a cold sore. Yep. And we couldn't kiss or anything Mm -hmm. because I've never had a cold sore and I don't want to ever get one. (laughs) So we just like went for a lot of drives and stuff. You were teaching me to drive standard. So we kind of skipped over that part. But I when you when you were teaching me that, like, it's funny because I've always wanted to learn how to drive standard. and I've asked like a lot of people to teach me and everyone's like, yeah, for sure. And like they never did. (laughs) And again, like if I was like, oh, I'm trying to date this guy, I would have been way more nervous, but I wasn't like that. And he was very, it's funny because he's actually not patient at all. And he actually has a really bad temper, <laughs> but you were like very patient with me and you were really a good teacher. Like I didn't feel uncomfortable. I didn't feel like you were belittling me. I was like stalling the fuck out of your Jeep and you're like totally cool with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. It's to me, it's just like a material thing, right? Who cares about that? I just you just want to spend time with me. I was having a lot of fun. Well, I like teaching too, and I like people learning. And and you're actually doing a really good job. You're picking it up so quick. I actually was because I am not like a mechanically inclined person. 
I'm all for like women who do like men jobs and stuff, but like that's not me. Like I'm not, I don't care about fucking changing my tire. I don't want to mow the lawn. Like that's just my personality. And I don't know anything about shifting gears. Yeah. yeah. Now I do, but. <laughs> the first time we went for a drive, we didn't make it out of the Casman Center parking lot. We were cruising <laughs> around there. You were stalling out there. And but like that's where you start. By drive number three, you were stalling out on the other side of town. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> it was good though. You did really good. And then after that, I was like, well, worst case, I at least I learned how to drive stick shift from this little relationship I have occurring. For real, though. And then the, what changed for me, what started to change for me, this is the whole honest truth. We took that drive out to John Vier. Yeah, we went down the highway. We went to John Vier. So it's like a very long drive. You don't know where it is. How long is it? Like two hours away? Yeah, a couple hours. Two hours away from where we live. And we, I don't know, like that was when I was like, hey, there's actually a connection here. Like this is more than just like two people hanging out. Like there's there's something more to this and that's I think when I actually got a little more interested and in actually kind of pursuing something and I, I honestly like it sounds crazy like it was probably like what 11 days in at that point yeah like no but we hung out every day like every single day <laughs> and then at like the two-week mark that's when everything changed for me and I thought you were attractive before but like I don't know it sounds crazy because I have always believed in soulmates I've always believed in like finding the love of your life. I truly have. And I think you can like, I think soulmates can be like friends and all that stuff. stuff. But I always thought when you met your soulmate that you would immediately know, like immediately, like this is the person I'm going to be with and you'd fall in love. And like, I know it sounds crazy, but that's how I thought it would be. And it wasn't like that with us. But like, I truly feel like you're my soulmate. Like, I think you are so perfect for me. And I feel like I'm so perfect for you. And I think a lot of people think that I'm... A different way than I actually am and people might from the outside like guys ha have usually in my life been like oh like I really like you you're so awesome and then they actually get to know me and they're like what the fuck because the way I look let's be honest the way I look does not at all match my personality it doesn't and I said that to you, you yeah, I was gonna say you said it to me before we met because he saw that I was from the Okanagan he saw that I was fit he saw that I had fake boobs let's just be honest what did you think well, I mean, I don't know what's kind of mean to say, but like, you know, the typical hot chick, right? Like from the Okanagan wants, wants all this attention and, you know, but you are, you are like literally the most low maintenance person. I mean, not in the nicest way, but like you're literally like the most low maintenance person. Like we could go, like we just did it. We just did a trip to Vegas and it was like, we did so much and you're just as happy as we went on that kayaking trip where we just like kind of like hung out at a lake for a day and got eaten by mosquitoes and came home. Yeah. No, it's true. It is. I, I love that about you, honestly. Like, it doesn't always have to be, like, every, you're just happy doing it. Like, I don't like to drink. I don't like to party. I don't like to be around people. I'm, I don't know, like, the opposite of what most guys find attractive in girls, typically, I would say. But yeah, after that, about two weeks, I know it sounds crazy, but, like, I literally just, like, woke up and you were, like, the hottest guy I've ever seen in my life. Like, you went from being, like, relatively attractive and a cool guy and a nice guy to, like, literally the sexiest man on earth to me like you did and like you haven't changed since like every day you get like better and hotter and more attractive and like i just love you more every day i know it sounds cheesy but like it's true um you're i guess the best way to say it, you're very like positive like any situation if there's like it's mostly negative you take the little bit of positivity out of it and use that but i feel like i pushed you indirectly and directly to do more for yourself yeah, 100%. Even like, well, obviously, like I started my business yeah. shortly after that, right? And that was like, I always said like, oh, when I retire, I'd love to have my own business. 
And then two weeks later, I had a business. I was like, what the shit just happened? Yeah, because best, the best time to start is right now. It is, absolutely. But yeah, you're very like, if you have an idea, if I have an idea and I'm like, man, it'd be cool to do that. You're very like, just go do it then. Like, try it. Why not? Yeah. And I, I like that about you, right? Because it's it's very easy to shut someone down. Well, like I did with you with the podcast when you first <laughs> wanted to do it, right? As much as I hate to admit it, when you were like, yeah, I want a podcast. Actually, I think you just talked about that. I did. I don't remember if it was on a live stream or what, but I was just talking about that. But yeah, I was like, don't, what, I'm like, what are you going to do with a podcast? At the time, in my defense, the only two podcasts I knew were like Joe Rogan and Spit and Chicklets, who were huge, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know what to, like, I'm like, what guests are you going to have on? <laughs> you. Me, right? So there you go. But yeah, I was like very quick to like shoot stuff down and be like, don't do that because what if people think it sucks or what? You know what I mean? Like I was more yeah. scared to try, I guess. But yeah. And then obviously after I was like, no, you should do it. And But I'm very much like you have one life, live it the way you want to live it and fuck everything else. Like worst case, you fail and then you learn and then you can try again. Like who the fuck cares? Okay. So I want to answer this too, I think. What surprised you the most about me? when we started dating, like after we got to know each other type thing. Is there anything? Yeah, I don't know. You're very, like you're very, your work ethic and like the the amount of time and, and energy you put into me and the boys in your business. Like it's it's almost like, it, well, it is, it's inspiring. It's like you you care about it so much, but like you don't break away from that. Like even like your um, your training and your your diet and stuff like that, you, three years ago, you were like, yeah, I'm, I'm a personal trainer and this is how I am. And I was like, oh yeah, I am too. I always eat healthy and I work out. But I mean, like it's Christmas right now and I'm taking three days off because I'm like, oh, it's Christmas. And you're like, hey, I'm going to the gym. Yeah. And we went to the gym today and we pulled in and they were closed. Yeah. And it's Christmas Eve today when we're recording this. You pulled in, the gym was closed. And I was like, ah, I guess no workout today. And you're like, oh no, I'll just go home and get a workout in. Yeah. Like if you say you're doing it, you're going to do it. Yeah. And it's very, that's, I don't know, you're very determined, I guess. Like you, you maintain that over three years because like anyone could be determined for a couple of weeks, but it's just your personality is very, That's like, just my I'm, personality. I'm, I'm doing this and this is how it's going to be. I have a, I have a very intense personality. You do? I do. And I think it's funny because I want to hear your opinion on this for sure. I am a very honest person. You are too honest sometimes. Yeah. And I am very aware and I wasn't before, but I am very aware of like my weaknesses and like areas that I'm not so strong in in life. And I'm also very aware of the areas that I am really good at. And like, I kind of like laid them out for you when we first decided like we we're going to have a relationship. And like, it's so funny because I, I bring it up sometimes because like, I told you this. I told you that this is how I am. And like, this is what it is. And this is, is what it is. And like, I feel like I've, I've like, I'm not, I'm not very deceptive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you, cause like, I feel like there's been things I said to the first like couple of months we started dating and you were probably like, oh yeah, as if. And then you're like, nope, that is very true. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but can you? Not off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm going to be honest. Tell me, just tell me to stop talking if you don't want me to continue. I, when we very first started dating, very, like not dating, when we very first started hanging out and like talking and shit, like I found you super attractive and like funny. You're so funny. That was actually my number one thing attracted me to you because we have the same sense of humor, don't we? We definitely do, yeah. And you said once that I'm the funniest person you've ever met in your life. I don't think I said that. You did say that. No, I you did say that. I don't Am know. I the funniest person you've ever met in your life? Top five. Top five. Top, top three? Top funniest female, for sure. For sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> the funniest, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think you were too. Um, 
yeah so we get along really well because of that because he's constantly making fun of me all the time but i love it like that's my favorite thing in a relationship it is um but i didn't i don't i don't don't take offense to this i didn't think you were gonna be good in bed at all what is that up i didn't think you were going to be at first at very first and then you like fucking blew my mind like astronomically mind fucked me like completely like i'm still fucked mind blown every day in my life doesn't your mom listen to this no she doesn't actually okay good your mom does <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so okay actually let's tell the the kayaking story oh yeah we went to, oh what's that lake called crow lake crow lake yeah a couple hours south of here yeah so this was the first summer we were dating yep so this was like 2020 this before we were like actually like we were still just like hanging out no we were dating i think no this was in because i think it was like in june you haven't met the kids yet at this point okay anyways we were basically dating and we went kayaking yeah so we picked up a couple because yeah because covid stuff was going on so we picked up a couple of kayaks on amazon and then we that was actually such a fun it was yeah. it was the first like real like actual date i guess we had like, where we actually left and did something yeah other than like walking just like in the trails here but anyway we went uh we went about and yeah a couple hours south of town and anyone who knows her obviously she's like very like, i'm meticulous especially with like working out that's what you're talking about right that story but yes, yeah yeah so she's like very like you know in tune to like working out and like symmetry of the body and how everything like, muscles to have to perfect. be perfect and equal and like whatever so we were on the lake and we were a couple hours into it and we're <laughs> we're paddling and i don't she hasn't been in a kayak in a while not that i kayak a lot but we're going up the lake and she's steady going to the left <laughs> so she was in front of me and she's paddling and she goes to the left she's, she'll do like one one paddle to the left and like two to the right <laughs> one to the left two to the right just to, going like the wrong way just to stay straight and she was right in front of me and she was kind of getting frustrated and she's like i don't know what's going on i keep i keep Going to the left. So me being a dick, I was like, well, I'm like, it's probably because the left side of your body has more muscles than the right. So from now on when you're working out, maybe do the right side just a little more than the left. And she stopped paddling and her jaw pretty much hit the water. Like my mouth <laughs> fell open. But I turned around like, what the fuck did you just say to me? Like words didn't even come to me because I was like, he did not just say that. <laughs> Clearly, I was joking, but yeah, <laughs> it's the first time I got you real good. Yeah, but I love it. But he does it to me all the time. I'm. It's funny because I have a really good sense of humor and I'm very intense, but like, I'm very dramatic about funny things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he gets me one time too. Before I had met the kids way back when we first started dating, like even before we were dating, we we're at your house and like the doorbell rang i think it was like a package but you're like oh my god the kids are here <laughs> you took off across and i like freaked the fuck out <laughs> that was way before you met him actually yeah, no? it was. and i feel like that is what makes our relationship really that's one of the things that makes our relationship really good is that we laugh so much like all day every day and we can make fun of each other and we can make fun of ourselves and it's it's awesome too because the the kids are the exact same oh yeah they're the exact same this is so it's funny because when the four of us are together, like there's never a dull moment because if, if we're having an off day, one of the kids are just making fun of us doing something and yeah, we're always laughing. But yeah, we have, we have, honestly, like we just chill in the living room and have a ton of fun. Yeah. I am like, I personally, so this is where we're like a little bit different. But, like I hate video games. Like I fucking hate them. I'm not a fan. And 
I don't know, like not like our not like the kids play a ton of video games or you like never play video games. I don't even know how, what a video like I don't even know how to turn on Xbox. Like I've never played a video game in my life. But, like I I really value doing things that like as a family that are not virtual. Even though I'm he, like I love social media for so many reasons, but when it comes to like relationships, like just in general with our family and with people that we care about. I'm very much like, put your phone down. Like, let's do this. Like, I don't like it when we're watching our phones and eating or when we're trying to talk to each other and someone's on their phone. Like, I, to me, like, that's a huge turn off and just like really frustrates me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, okay. What are some things that we have in common? Because I think that we have a ton in common, but we also have some like massive differences. And I think that's a very good we have a very good dynamic with that. Yep, for sure. So what do we have in common? Like, obviously, our sense of humor. We are we both have the exact sense same of sense of humor. humor. Like, yeah. I don't know how you would describe it. It's kind of sarcastic, but it's also, like, witty. Like, I love witty humor. Yeah, it's, like, dad jokes and stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but more than that. But, yes, I agree. Both like the color orange. We both like orange. Apparently, we're both really good in bed. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually way better than me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend. It's like this summer we went to Newfoundland for yeah. 10 days and that was the best trip I've ever had to Newfoundland since I moved away. That it was, was really nice weather. By far the best trip. We had my... amazing weather, did some fishing, did some hiking. Yeah, it was very, first very time. active, right? And then I've never been to the Okanagan before. So then two months later, we drove there and stayed at your mom's place for, I think, 10 days there. And we did a ton yeah. of swimming and running around. And Yeah, it was cool because we were we are from completely opposite ends of the country. And we both went to each other's hometown. Yeah, the same summer. And that was actually really cool. I enjoyed doing that. And the kids loved it too. They went both places with us, right? So It's funny because I'm sure a lot of people know this, but Newfoundland and BC are actually pretty similar. Like when it comes to things to do there and like the, like not the climate per se, but like having the ocean and having the lakes and like mountains and stuff. But yeah, so on that topic, one difference that we have, so he's Newfie and I am very not Newfie in so many ways. But I'm pretty good with Newfie stuff now. You're getting there. I'm very good because I've lived in Fort Mac for almost seven years and 80% of this town is Newfie, let's be honest. Yeah. But like, I embrace it. I do. You do. I love Newfies. I don't ever make fun of Newfies or anything. Like, I love the funny, like, Newfies are the best because they laugh at themselves and they make fun of themselves. And I love that, like, personality. I'm assuming you have, like, a few Newfies who listen to this, eh? All of them, probably. (laughs) Do you remember the first time mom came up and she asked you to put the dipper on the damper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the time, I I wanted to record like a Newfie Newer podcast, but there was like a time your mom was up and Wyatt, who was like our little nephew, was here. He was like three at the time. Yeah. And your mom was like, Wyatt, there's a cat out on the bridge or something. And I was like playing along with it. And I was like, wow, you must have a good imagination because there's no bridge out there. <laughs> like... <laughs> Because in um, Newfoundland, a bridge is a deck, right? That the deck, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's so many Newfie things. Like, I had no idea what so many of them meant. I know, I was there, I know almost all of them now. You're, yeah, you're you're good with it now. It was, it was funny at first. But having said that, like, I grew up very, like, I think we grew up very differently. Yeah, I would say. We did. I grew up, I think, in, like, a much stricter household than you did. Would you say? Yeah, I would say. And I grew up in a very, like, it wouldn't, it wasn't necessarily my parents, just, like, the culture of where I grew up was much more, like, closed off than where you grew up. 
like in Newfoundland, it seems like everyone knows everyone, everyone's friends with everyone, and everyone goes out of their way to do things for you. And like kind of how I grew up was like, you don't do anything for anyone because then you owe them for the rest of your life. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And like we, we see like with us sometimes, right? There's That's like a clash we have. There's sometimes. differences of opinions because it's like, well, and I, to be honest with you, you're, you're, I shouldn't say this, but you're probably right most of the times, but. <laughs> what? Say that. <laughs> you, can we edit that? Take that out. <laughs> but like a lot of times, like I, growing up in a small town where like you knew everyone, it was always like, for example, like we, what's a good example? Like my dad, like um, when I was a kid, we were going to pave our driveway. Yeah. So that like we never, you rarely go like pay someone else to do it when you can do it yourself. Right. So we have like a pretty big driveway back home and we had like like my old man's like, I don't know, like six or seven of his good buddies came over and we spent the full day paving his driveway. And then when we were done, they were like, well, why don't we just pave like everyone who's here? Why don't we pave everyone's driveway? So we spent the next eight days paving driveways. We literally did like four or five driveways that week because it's like, well, you help me out, I'll help you out. And that's just how it was in, in growing up in a small town. Right. And then sometimes I feel like, I feel like that, like, I don't know when I'm up here and it's obviously a bigger place. It's like, I feel like sometimes it's like, you know, everyone should like, you should get out and help this one and help that one. But sometimes it's like not the. Yeah, you, I, I love that perspective. But like to me, that's so foreign. Like I would never consider even doing that. And I'm not trying to be like selfish, but I would yeah. never even consider doing that in any way. Yeah. I think that like you are very trusting sometimes and I think it can work against you sometimes. Uh, yeah. That's honestly probably my biggest flaw. It really is. Like I, I, like I said, growing up, it was just like you always trusted everyone. Like my mom only started locking her doors like ten <laughs> yeah. years ago. Yeah. Like we, we never like you just you, you you trusted everyone, right? But like, I find with me, where we're where we have it, where we have like differences, I guess is. I feel like with me, when I meet someone, I trust them one hundred percent until they break it, and that is not a good thing. It's really not. But I'm the opposite. Like, I don't trust been, anyone. I've been burned so many times. You have. And right? It's but it's, uh, but I still can't get over it. Like, if I meet someone, I'm like, oh, what a great guy. I trust him. And then when he messes up, I'm like, okay, I don't trust. But the thing is, if you break that trust, you never get it back with me, right? Yeah. But with you, I feel like I don't trust someone, has, someone has to earn that trust before they get it. Yeah. And like, yeah. But it can also work against me. Like, I do think my way is better, but... <laughs> I do too. I do too. But I'm, yeah, I don't know. I am very not trusting. Like it, I don't warm up easily either. Like it takes people a long time to get to actually know me. I know I have like this persona on social media, but to actually like break through my barrier, it takes a while. And I also like don't trust anyone. I, I think my weakness is more seeing the potential in people. Like even with my clients, like I see potential in people that they don't see in themselves. And that's the thing that kind of works against me sometimes is because I'm like, this person can do this and I invest a lot of energy into people yep. because I see their potential and then they end up like not caring about it and that's just the way she goes. And then, then I'm like feel bad about that. But when it comes to like real life relationships, I don't fucking trust people very easily. Like I trust you, but like it took a lot for you to earn that. Yeah, for sure. It did. It did, yeah. So I think that's like a big, a big difference. I'm also like... I'm not a friendly person. And I know that sounds bad, but like I'm not the person that's going to go out of my way to say hello to someone. I'm not the person that's going to strike up a conversation with someone. I am very closed off in real life. And I'm, I very much keep to myself. Whereas you are like, I w I'm definitely don't think you're extroverted. Like you're not an extrovert. No. no. You're, you're an introvert for sure, but you're a friendly introvert. 
I don't know. I just do a lot of head nodding and winking. But you'll chat people up. I will, yeah. I don't, I'm not into that. <laughs> um, another thing. So I love this about you. And I know you're going to be like, oh my God. But like, you're like an emotional, nurturing person. What do you mean? Like, that was, that's something like I love about you though. Like one of the things that I was attracted to you right away was obviously like your sense of humor. Obviously how good you are in bed. And the fact that you're like, a really good dad like really like you love the kids so much and like you love me so much and you are like very much a provider and you're very nurturing and you you're very open with showing your affection yeah uh, i think that's how my parents were too to be honest with you i think but it's funny though because my parents were the same way they were very like good at like teaching and like um like telling me things but then like my old man had a temper like me too so it's funny but I don't have a temper. No, you, you're so like even keel. Like, I don't know how you do it. Cause like I've, it's like my, my temper, like I, I know I have a bad temper. I know I do. But like, it's kind of hot. But, but <laughs> mine, mine comes out when like shit doesn't work when it should. Like <laughs> an example, like if I go to Canadian Tire and buy a power tool and I come home and it don't work, that power tool is going back in five pieces. Because if I just paid a couple hundred bucks for this and it doesn't work, I am pissed the fuck off. Yeah, he rages. Like, I cannot stand that shit, right? It's like, this should work. I just paid good money for it. Like my truck. My, <laughs> my old truck I had, it was four, five years old and it was like 6,000 kilometers over warranty and I blew the motor in it. I was so done with that truck. I traded it in well, right after Chris put in like four weeks work sw switching a motor out yeah. for me. But, yeah. but like stuff like that, I lose my temper so bad because like... I feel like that shit should just work, right? It's like, it's not old. It's it's well taken care of. Yeah, you do have, you don't have like a horrible temper. It's not like you rage every day, but like you definitely get mad. Driving to his bed. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> He's no worse. Also, when we first started dating, we were going on to drive and you like flew through a red light. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Don't lie. I did not run a red light. I ran a red, no. I, I ran a green arrow. I was going straight. <laughs> I ran a green arrow, okay? I'm not bad with colors. I'm bad with shapes. Uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, he has like horrible road rage, like horrible. <laughs> but I don't have a bad temper. Like I never get mad. Have you ever seen me mad? <laughs> it's frustrating sometimes because I'm like, you should be flipping out right now. No, I don't get no, mad. No, you don't get mad at all. You're very good at that. But I'm also not very emotional in general. No, you're not. You're, yeah, you're just like, I don't know. I don't want to say like as like cold. I am, to say. but I am. I don't feel sympathy for people. Like I don't give homeless people money. You do. Like I would never give a homeless person money. And I know that sounds bad, but I would never do it. Yeah, and like and I, like we don't ever argue about that stuff. But it's so funny because like I'll do it and you just be like, oh whatever. I wouldn't have done that. And it's like that's it. We leave it at that. But I'm just like I don't know. I just it's how I grew up. How you grew up. There's no right or wrong. It's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like we, when we have disagreements, like not on any of that, because we've never disagreed on any of that, like argued about it. But I feel like the the big thing that stands out to me in our relationship, well, among many, but is that we work through conflicts really, really well. And that's something that I personally, I don't know about you, honestly, I've never asked you this, but I had to work on that a lot because that wasn't me previously in relationships. Like I would always get triggered and I would either like shut down or I would like, feel like just shitty and like the person didn't want me and like it would just like turn into this huge catastrophe but with us I had to work very hard to like come to my senses in terms of how I communicate through conflict 
but I feel like me and you do a really good job of it. Yeah, I think we do too. And I think, I think one thing I admire about you is that we, when we have a difference of opinion and like we have a bit of a fight or whatever, there's not many times where we go like a long time without figuring it out. And usually when we, when it is, it's like, we just take a day, collect our thoughts and we come back and then we kind of just like, you give me your input, I'll give you input. And it's almost like a business meeting where we like sit down at the table and it's like, okay, here's why I'm upset. Here's why I'm upset. What can we change? And there's been maybe once or twice since we started dating where it was like, okay, I believe in this. And then I was like, okay, well, I think you're wrong. And I believe in this. And we just had to sit there and go, okay, well, we, we, we disagree on this, Mm -hmm. but we just have to move on because that's your thought. And that's my thought. Are we okay? We're good. Okay. We're done. No more fighting. This is what you believe in. This is what I believe in. We're allowed to disagree. Mm -hmm. Let's move on. We're good. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's actually really hard to do that. It is. Because you're stubborn and I'm passionate. <laughs> Very stubborn. But I I hate being told I'm wrong. Right? And it's with I've never seen it before with anyone like ever. But like with me and you, it's like we can just sit there and be like, okay, well, I guess we disagree on this. Can we move past it? And it's like, well, yeah, I guess it's not really that big a deal. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of like put it behind us. Like every now and then we'll kind of just like chat about it. And it's like, no, I still feel the same way. Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep going, right? It's true. It's true. But it's, it's not that big a deal. Like it's. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I think you summarized that very well because for me in previous relationships, it felt like whether it was, whether it was real or not, it felt like if we had a disagreement, like we couldn't work through it. It was like a huge fight. And like whenever that topic would come up, it would be like a massive fight again and again and again and again. But like with you, I just feel like we we agree that on some things we just have fundamental disagreements in the value of what we're discussing. And like we just work with it and like we do compromise with each other. But one really important thing to me that I came into this relationship with and that I like promised myself above everything in my life is that like I would never change fundamentally who I am for another person. And I would never ask another person to do that for me. And that's the full truth and I'm all about like growing and like if I had like a massive issue with you and like we needed to work on it like that's different or vice versa if you to me but I would never ask you to like change who you are what you value because I don't agree with it yeah that's the way it should be obviously right yeah I think I think so too not not every relationship is the same and not everyone has to be like us I mean if you're not like you're losing out but well it's it's funny though because I remember like Past relationships for me, if there was a fight, it was almost like I would fight until somebody got sick of fighting and changed their fucking mind. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. Like, honestly, how it was. Like, it would go five, six days of fighting and then be like, okay, well, fuck, I'm kind of done fighting. Like, whatever. I'll just agree with you and we'll go. And I remember with you, the first, like, I don't remember what it was. It was something not really that important, but we had, like, a bit of a disagreement. And we were probably on, like, day three of, like disagreeing, disagreeing with, it. with it and i was like she's gonna change her mind any minute like any minute she's, <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna quit and just be like okay whatever like you're you're we'll say you're right and move on and i think it was like day four we were still locking horns and you were just like i'm not backing down from this and i'm like god damn like what is she doing <laughs> and i'm stubborn so i'm like well i'm not fucking backing down i don't actually remember that. so then we sat down that was when we sat down and had a chat and we we're like well listen you disagree with this i disagree with that let's just move past it and we're good and i was like oh yeah i guess we can both just not agree. (laughs) I guess that's a thing. Like I've never done that before, right? It's. I think we communicate really well though, because I used to be even worse than I am now. And like, I'm not emotional. Like, I think that's, that's probably your biggest like issue with me is I'm not super loving. 
sometimes it's hard to read you because like you you say exactly what's on your mind but you're like your body tone and emotion isn't there to say like to let me like I can't read what's on your mind right like yeah. that I do sense. I say that and like you said it's funny because you said I'm too honest and like I don't think I'm too honest but like I am 100% honest and I will say it like I'm not like I blurt things out but if I don't like something you know it I, I do not talk behind people's backs. Like if I have a problem with someone, yeah. I will explicitly say it to their face. And like, even if he's there, like if I don't like his friend and his friend does something to piss me off, like I am saying that. Yeah, I'm just thinking that being with someone who like love me for my weirdness because I am a weird person. Like I have like strange qualities that most women don't have, I would say. And I'm like, I think I'm really fucking cool, but like, I do totally get how other people wouldn't. <laughs> and like, you honestly make me feel like so beautiful. And I, I, you like I, the listeners know that like, I struggle like severely with my body image and like how I feel about my body. And like, I never am satisfied with it. And I always feel like not good enough physically. And like, I know me and you don't talk about that a lot. We do talk about it, but we don't talk about it a lot. But, like, you always make me feel really really beautiful i don't know if you're done talking but i I'm jump in yeah, one, one thing i like really admire about you is that like you stepping into this relationship with kids like i couldn't imagine how hard that is like that's got to be so tough and you're awesome with the kids and the kids love you and you love the kids and we all know that but like it's it's not for everyone like that is so hard to do to just jump into a relationship with kids that are my kids weren't babies either right they were what were they when like, like they were five and seven five and seven so like they know what's going on right and for you to jump right in and, you know, be so good with them and like, you know, you take them to hockey practice and cook them food and all that stuff. And I don't know, the one thing I admire with you is how awesome you are with them. And that honestly, like that's obviously like, you know, what, like physically looking at you. Yeah, you're very attractive. And obviously I think you're, you know, you're very good looking and all that. But the way you are with them, because I don't know the way I feel because, because I went through a divorce. And the kids, like, you know, as I honestly think the kids are better off now because I know their mom is happy and I'm, I'm happy. And that's a great thing for them because mm -hmm. they're, they're being brought up with basically two families who are very happy rather yeah. than a family that's fighting. Right. I agree. So I, I don't think it's a bad thing at all, but I, I do think it's a very a difficult situation for them to be in. Right. But, but yeah, you like when, when you and I started dating and you met the kids and just the way the way you stepped right in and made them feel comfortable and how you are around them. It's, it's been, it's been awesome. So I just, I, I, I really admire how great you are with them and with me and how you embraced it and, and didn't really, you know, didn't complain about it. Didn't look at it as a negative thing. You just now, now I have two kids and it's awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. But I also love how I feel like you let me be who I am because I do feel like I'm very unconventional in a lot of ways and I'm not like the typical mom person and I never will be. Not that I don't love the kids like they are mine, but like I'm not a typical mom and I'm very much against ever being one, like very much. And like, you're okay with that. And I have like strange things about me that I'm like very particular on. And like, you've never made me feel like it's wrong to do that or that like I shouldn't be that way or that I need to be a different way because you want me to be. Because I think that's, that's like a horrible thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's, and that goes back to what you said earlier, right? With like coming into a relationship and not changing who you are and doing your thing. And yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't change anything about you. I think you're awesome. Um, want to hear a funny wedding story that I never told you before? Okay. Um, my 
cousin got married when I was probably 13 years old. And as my first wedding I was ever, I ever attended, I had no idea how weddings worked. I was 13. So I was kind of like awkward teenage years, never had a girlfriend at this point. Wasn't really even in the girls at 13. I was more worried about just playing hockey. And That's still all you're worried about. <laughs> pretty much. But anyway, it was on the other side of Newfoundland. So we drove, <laughs> we drove on the other side of Newfoundland for this wedding and I was standing in the wedding. I don't know what I was doing, but I was standing <laughs> in the wedding. But the day of the wedding, my mom's like, are you excited to dance with the girl? I'm like, what, <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, she's like, when they have the dance, you got to get up and dance with the girl. I've never danced with anyone before. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to dance. She was a really nice girl and she was my age, but I'm like, I don't want to dance with a girl. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, people are going to laugh. I was so nervous, right? Anyway, I've never told you a story before either. Um, anyway, we had her like the meal and then like the dance was getting ready to start. And I went to my mom and told her I had diarrhea. And I, <laughs> and that's the truth because I did that so bad. I didn't want to dance. Oh my God. And she, you would still do that. <laughs> she took me back to the hotel so I could get out of it. <laughs> and I faked that I was sick the whole night. Oh my God. That's a true story. True story. That is too funny. I, this isn't a, against anyone else but like I've never been in a relationship where I really connected with the other person's family I love your family like I really feel like they're my family too and that's a big thing for me because again like I'm not I don't open up easily I don't connect with people easily I don't visit people easily and like your family has made me feel so welcome like your parents and Chris and Cheryl and like everyone they're awesome even like your aunts and uncles and stuff yeah and that's like my my whole family is close right and that's just how everyone is but yeah they were like when we went to newfoundland this summer like we were just they're so good like his mom literally did my laundry yeah dad was showing you how to cut up fish yeah <laughs> you were with him like half the day in the back here yeah having said that my mom actually did my laundry when i went to visit her too but i didn't expect her mom to do my laundry <laughs> yeah <laughs> but seriously like your brother's so good too like if you're at work and like something happens that i need a man like i can call your brother to help me with like my car and stuff if that ever happens you know yeah that's cool like i've never had a situation like a family like that yeah oh chris is awesome yeah i can't honestly or even Cheryl. like i feel like your yeah. family would literally do anything for me i do yeah. which is cool like we go over and hang out with them and they're the same as us like we just like make fun of each other for like an hour straight yeah i like, could not i could not be in a family that's easily <laughs> offended no like i'm literally like oh yeah i hope the fucking snow falls on you chris like no <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, they're awesome okay let's wrap it up here because i feel like we've been going on for a while yeah. final little bit what do you value most in a relationship or even in our relationship? Well, good communication skills and like obviously honesty and loyalty is huge. Obviously, they're kind of like givens, right? But And like a nice ass. A nice ass. Yeah, I value that too, for sure. Um, but the communication part of it is actually <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm very comfortable talking to you about stuff that like is kind of awkward to talk about. Like when I'm like, hey, I don't really like that. I feel like we can sit down and I can tell you about that and you can be like, okay, well, here's why I do it. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, makes sense. And sometimes you're like, okay, I can see why you don't like that. But it's not like a full on fight off the hop. It's just like, hey, we need to talk about something. I would say I'm very like non-reactive for a female. Yeah, definitely. Because I think, and this is a generalization, but I think with a lot of women, when a man or anyone brings up a concern, the initial reaction is to like fly off the handle or feel offended or feel defensive. Yeah. And like I used to be like that, but I'm not so much anymore. No, you're not. I don't know. I think going back to what we just talked about, like communication is huge. It's like it's like the the biggest 
part of any relationship if you can't talk to them. Like the way I look at it is like, look, look at if you, if you have kids, if they do something wrong, you got to tell them about it or they're not going to change. Right. Yeah. And not that you don't, you know what I mean? So like in a relationship, if, if you're doing something that I don't like, you're not going to change it unless I tell you, Hey, I don't like this for whatever reason. Yeah. And then a lot of times you explain it and I'm just like, Oh, well, that's stupid. Then like, why do I not like, that's not a big deal. I thought it was, you know what I mean? It's yeah. most things I think are chalked up to just miscommunication. It's just being able to sit down and have like a civil conversation and just chat about it and not fly off the handle over everything. Right. Yeah. But I also think that brings it back in my opinion. And again, you can disagree, but in my opinion, like I think too many people jump into relationships. Oh yeah, for sure. Me, I'm not like that. Like with us, we take it really slow. I was like, what are you looking for? You're like, I'm just bored because like COVID, and like, <laughs> I, got, I got nothing to do. So, and I'm like, yeah, me too. Like yeah. I'm just sitting in the house. So I'm like, why don't we go for a drive and just chill? But let's be honest. You wanted to date me so bad. You can't deny it. You can't deny it. Yes, you did. I remember I was driving to Anzac and you'd be like, so like, do you think you're like ready for a relationship now? Because I am the balls in your court. Like I <laughs> so am. I remember that conversation. It didn't go down like yes, that. Yes, it did. No way. Yes, it did. No, you're dreaming. No, that literally happened. And then you literally like told me that you loved me. Well, I mean, you, let's be honest here. You're, you're, you know, you're probably like one or two spots out of my league and I'm okay with that. Cause like, you know, being the older guy, getting the younger hot chick. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a bragging rights for me. I'm okay with it. Right. That's not a bad thing. But I was like, you know what? Like we should probably just lock this shit down now before she changes her mind. <laughs> You can't deny it, though. It's true. That is what it is. <laughs> Win some, you lose some. But it all worked out. It did, yeah. That's what you say. Yeah. All right. So I feel like that is all for today's episode. Do you have any final thoughts or anything else you want to add in before we close it out for today? No, nothing for me. Glad I, you finally got me on the path. You ran out of guests and had me on. I like it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that is it, you guys. I really hope you got some value from this one because you have no idea what I have to do tonight to make up for this. <laughs> so you guys better like this one. Take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story, tag me at Nyfina. I will see you in the next episode. Later. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beyond the Body. If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at Nyfina and tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life.